you see a lot of miracles, you see a lot of signs and wonders manifest through gifts and all that. <clears throat> but they were still a cradle church, they were still a growing church. That's what we call stature. That stature was not too much among them. <clears throat> yeah, the point Paul had to be very vehement in treating their cases, you know, in their own church with their all the gifts they had, those high levels of immorality and all kinds of strange urges that were very common among them. Drunkenness. So he began to rise to deal with that issue. That's how he began to promote talk about the necessity for growth. That God expects us to grow. And where we will be able to please the will of the Father, which is ultimately the reason for all those things, was that we must grow. One of the easiest ways to please God and do His will is to grow spiritually. That's why you see reading this morning, it continues. He says, brethren, working together with Christ, we entreat you to not to accept the grace of God in vain. You can receive that grace and you'll be in vain. You don't do anything in your life. Your life will be empty. That grace cannot produce piety in you. You know, that grace will not be able to be fruitful in your life. Your life will not manifest any trace that God is with you. You know, it's very terrible if it's like that. You can waste the grace. You can receive communion and waste it. You can come to a church. You come to a church will not benefit you and even benefit God. So you began to bring that mentality into them. And you need to grow. Don't allow the grace you accept to be in vain. And you began to mention certain things. Don't think that it is tomorrow that it's going to get better. He says, at the accepted time, I have listened to you. And helped you in the day of salvation. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You are being hopeful that a time will come when God will do something special in our life and things will get better. Our life will improve. You know, God has already acted while the era of grace. You are actually at the peak of the era of grace. Right now in your life. Your life day by day will be a testimony of the finished work of Christ. That is what it's supposed to be. That's the purpose of God. And that's the plan of God. You see. And when we truly invest ourselves in this dimension, the people of God, He Himself told us, God told us, He said, I will be your provider. And He means it. And He does it. And He will keep doing it. In the life of our past, many who please Him. Even you who are parents, when your children are not pleasing to you, when you send them to school, you pay so much and they don't come back with good results. Yeah? Or you one or the other, and they are spoiling your hand if you like. As you say it in a clear language, they are spoiling my hand. You will not be happy because you, ex- you have expectation. God Himself took half expectation in your life. You have expectation. Every day, He's endlessly waiting. Is this person growing? Yeah? Is he growing? What fruit are you bearing? He is waiting. He wants to see that fruit in your life. Do I, we must understand this because the devil will do everything to hide this type of Christian dimension from us. We will not think it's all about fulfilling obligation. That is the animal life. I was explaining a few days ago, I think, from the day of Bible study, about the seven marshals of the human person. 
As you are sitting now, you are feeling seven versions instead of three. As you are sitting now, there's a version of you that needs to be manifested. The first three versions is the animal version, the appetite version, the humanity version. That's the one that the world brandishes or showcases. And the devil like that one because that's where he can manipulate families and use them to get into all kinds of stupid things. They will have the majority version where you don't live by appetite. You're not ruled by feelings. You're not ruled by what you see and hear. You are ruled by faith. At that level, faith speaks to you with the language of values, love, goodness, kindness. The fruits of the Holy Spirit will manifest your life at that level. You can let go easily. You have passed the attachment level, the attachment to things of this world. It doesn't make sense to you again. Your value is not determined by what you have. Your value is determined by how much of God's value your soul has trapped. That's where Jesus wants us to be. And that's why you see the way he's talked to us again in the gospel of today. What did he say? He told his disciples, You have heard it was said, and I am I. That is the animal life. You may agree with God, love of rest. I mean, Amen. You slap and slap you. You're a suffering, so too. You are angry with me, I'm angry with you. He said, You have heard that before. But now, what I say, say, but I say to you, do not resist the evil one. That's the maturity version. You know why? When you obey the maturity version, the evil one cannot go into you. Can't go into you. Like this. Once you step into the maturity version, a, a, a new version of you comes alive. It's inside of you, it will manifest. You are indestructible. So when you hear some people of God, some people God say, and you can't do anything to me, they are talking sense to me. You like that man should say, look at this person, he's being braggadocious. You are making mouth. He's not making mouth. The person has done some assignment which you have not done. You see the point? So Jesus said, don't resist the evil one. If they strike you on the right cheek, because you live by value, not by feelings, you give the other cheek. So if the animal passion is still eating you up, it will deny you a lot of God's grace. That's why we must grow. Don't be arguing and say, I'm a man being for goodness sake. Okay, man, remember that. Now don't expect the other things to come true. You cannot have your, you cannot eat your cake and say, have it. Very clear. Very clear. And as we are traversing the moment of time now, people of God, the church that will stand the quality of darkness coming is not the animal passion church. The maturity fashion church. The church that lives like values. The church that have tamed herself. The church that have grown. A mature church. A church that lives to die. Not the church that is struggling to live. And the early church were able to grow fast. After they were ready to die, you could see them, they will pack Christians and go to where that was and they will be there singing those songs. But today, they are part of the living. We will all run away. Because we still want to live in. So Jesus is trying to help you know, the disciples to understand the degradation and the different stages of the Christian journey. How he wants king to that. That's what he wants of us. He wants us to kill to that level. Because that's what he's waiting for us. Expectantly. He's able to wait to see. Have I grown to that level? Have you grown to that level? And if you want to fully please him, and make you happy over your life for so many other things. Grow spiritually. He said, they take your, your, your cloak, give them your suit as well. Eh? If they force to go one mile, don't resist. Go 
always make me tell you this. Don't react. Respond. At the animal bashing, you're always reacting. Everything like that. Everything you must react to it. But in the maturity bashing, you only do what? You respond. When you respond, you're in charge. You decide how to respond. And you're not responding based on the attack. You're responding based on the value that is in you. The person comes to violence, you respond with love. And when you begin to train yourself like that every day, every day, feel some Christ will guarantee your heart. Faith will wrong. Others two senses that you have that have been given all this while will come alive. Revelations will start to open up to you. When you come to church and during mass, you can feel the energy. Because you have shut down the things that inhibit the energy. Christ is really speaking, you can hear his voice. And the Christian life is to make a more and more deeper sense to you. So we pray at this mass. That we will open ourselves up to this dimension and see that the priority in our lives, we must consider the priority that I must grow in my responsibility. Nobody will make you grow. You decide. As priests and religious and those who are in charge of the world, that meanwhile who help you in the Lord's way, so that who will transplant you to your own and start growing independently. That's where we should be tending to. I don't think every time you have depend on someone for everything. Anytime you are a priest, you must depend on someone for everything. You cannot handle things yourself. So the Lord is telling us today to reconsider the dimension of our personal life. And don't go to that way. His grace is that way for us. The God bless you, God's in our house. Amen. Amen.